0: Oh, we're on? Yeah. This is live? This is live. Right now? Mm Mm-hmm. And in living color. Wow. I can't see that. But we are. We do, like, I can see colors.
1: Well, I've painted my face entirely in black and white to fool the computers, so. (laughs) I didn't tell you guys I'm a juggalo now.
0: (laughs) Does that really break facial recognition? It does. Uh (laughs) Juggalo face paint.
1: (laughs) Wait, if you're a girl juggalo, you're a juggalette? Yeah. Okay, that's what I am. They're insane clown posse fans.
2: It's a fried dough product that you can get at the fair.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or it's a basket full of bees. One of these things
2: is
0: the true thing. (laughs)
2: Um. Make-believe money,
1: make-believe money, three fine folks discuss fictional
2: finance, make-believe money. (sighs) Cold oven. (laughs) <laughs> well, I think we got Ooh, it. Oh wow.
1: Yeah. Okay. Welcome to Make Believe Money. <laughs>
0: I'm Liz.
2: I'm Damon. I'm Dan.
0: Uh, Dan, what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about the marvelous Miss Maisel.
1: Oh. Oh. Uh,
2: that... <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: you that, like you have any idea what I'm talking that about? That series of Amazon Fire ads that I've seen—that's incorrect.
1: <laughs> I've seen those on the internet.
0: <laughs> so why don't we do ratings then? It sounds like uh, you guys are coming in hot.
1: I will uh, say I'll give myself a point five because I think I understand the general premise and I am aware of the career of Phyllis Diller and Joan Rivers.
2: Uh, I'm gonna give myself a point one because up until like uh forty five minutes ago I thought this was based on a true story. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> he did uh, mention that we only do fictional money and I had to <laughs>
1: Oh yeah. To be oh clear. yeah. Well that With does one
2: exception. Out.
1: Wait, which one did there we give us did Hamilton. In, we did Hamilton.
2: But there can be fake money in based on true story things. things. True. Yeah, true. Like, so.
1: did we do Catch Me If You Can? We did, right. That was a really true one. Yes,
0: but we, yeah, they're right. Mm. I think we did the fake money part of that. But like The like literal semi, fake money yeah. part of that. But like, you believe that guy?
1: You believe in the moon? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, That's actually kind of a dog.
1: <laughs> no! <laughs> 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 All right. So, what's your rating, Dan?
0: Uh, uh, good question. I'll give myself like a. Uh, Six and a half. Ooh. Um, I mean... Is it because you've seen two out of three seasons? No. (laughs) So, yeah, I guess I have to give myself a seven by our previous rating system. Because I have seen two and three quarters of the seasons. We're working our way through the last one. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's definitely people who've watched it multiple times and know it way better than me. But at the end of the day, like, I have a pretty good memory of everything that happens because I have a pretty good memory for that sort of thing. And... There's only the two seasons and not really any like source material behind it. So there's like it's not a super deep well, right? If you're sure. if you're halfway through it, you're yeah, halfway you're, you're about it, a five, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, again, there's people who rewatch and this and that, but it's really not, you know Oh yeah, I read the book where they describe what that character in the background's doing. Like it happens in yeah. like Star, Star Wars, Wars. <laughs> and Treks and Lord of the Rings and all sorts of stuff like that. But this is not that. So yeah, you know, all things Dan has much higher ratings on. Although- <laughs> right, because I know what that character in the back is they're doing. I will
1: say that they did a thing in LA for a minute that was a poor choice, probably, uh, where they reduced everything in certain stores to Miss Maisel prices. Like, there was a diner that- Decided it was huh. gonna sell all of its stuff at like how much you would have paid for it when Miss Mazel was around. So it was like, a hamburger's 35 cents. And like, there was like a salon that did the same thing, I think. Huh. And it,
0: like. They had to be paid by Amazon. Oh, yeah, they or, absolutely were. Like, were. Cause yeah. like. I don't. I don't get it. Unless you can get the entire supply chain to do that, you lose money.
1: But it's weird. Uh, L. A. does that kind of thing all the time. These like really extravagant ad things, and you're like, well, you're L. A. You already know about the thing. Like they turned a well, giant chunk of abandoned buildings. Like, just the facades, they didn't actually do anything to him, but they made, like, m- the mall from Stranger Things with, like, papering
0: over these abandoned buildings. Well, didn't you tell me, like, uh, a bunch of bad movies get a ton of they ads? They get a
1: lot of advertising. That's my boy. <laughs> to
0: make the, like, actors feel better? Oh,
1: yeah. They're like, look, your movie's going to be great. And if you, like, look around and you see your billboard everywhere, it's f- a bad sign. feel bad.
0: <laughs> that just made me think of, did you guys ever read 11, 22, 63? The no. Stephen King book? No. I this took like, it out of
1: one of those little library boxes and I carried it around for a while and decided it was too heavy and I put mm-hmm. it back.
0: <laughs> it's, it's, it's not bad, but this won't spoil anything in the book. But like that reminds me of that. So like there's a like a little time portal where you can go back to 1963. Uh, and the original guy who like discovers it doesn't try to stop any any of the assassination. He just goes back and buys hamburger meat at their prices and then like runs a diner where he can sell really good
2: hamburgers for super cheap.
1: Huh, huh. That's a good idea.
2: I imagine that's like the best kind made- of Everyone's sick. Like
1: no, <laughs>
2: I just like you cook them in the future. You cook them in the Rise future, them? but I don't know. I imagine. Do you think it ages any, as you travel? Not that it ages <laughs> as you travel. I am thinking that any like transdimensional portal that allows you to travel to 1963 is cooking with radiation. <laughs> like, really, you
1: eat this burger, you're like this burger tastes like burning.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's how you get a nice medium rare. Medium rare (laughs) time
1: portal burger. (laughs) I'm reading um, Ryan North's book, uh, How to Invent Everything, a guide for people stranded with a time machine. And um, there's a whole thing about like you could... Uh, the, like the reason why time travel doesn't like ruin anything. It's like, wait, should I not step on any butterflies? And one of the answers is like, no, no, no. You're creating another universe when you do that. So like you could totally step on as many butterflies as you like. You're only ruining this universe. <laughs> yeah, Ours other. is fine. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. You're just killing the Martin Luther King in earth Two. Right. And yeah. it's, that's totally fine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I would just die of smallpox. Absolutely. Oh, because just, you don't get smallpox. Statistically.
0: Anymore. So like yeah. if we went back in time, I'm pretty sure I'd just like get it day two and fall over dead on day three. <laughs> yeah.
2: But uh, the butterflies you step on, like in the way during those yeah, two when days, you yeah. fall over, and, fall crush over dead, and crush that butterfly nest, three butterflies, <laughs> and create three horrible universes. Um, uh, so how much was a burger worth in Ms. Maisel times? Yeah, that's what yeah. we're talking about. <laughs> 63
1: cents.
0: Okay. No? Answered. Done. Well, yeah. Good night. Thank you for listening. Well, this
2: has been make believe money.
0: Um, no. so, so, we gotta do plot, so let me very quickly give you plot overall, but then we'll talk specifically about what we're gonna talk I was gonna about. Say, do you want me to Sounds guess? Great.
1: Sure. Guess. Okay. My guess is legit guess. Ms. Maisel, uh, she's a woman who's married. You're right
2: so far. Uh, she's a
1: woman. <laughs> she's married very unhappily. He cheats on her. She gets so- a divorce.
0: All true. The unhappily, like, ahead of that is not necessarily true. Okay. They've actually done a good job, like, making his character somewhat relatable despite his early cheating. Oh, real crap head. Yeah. Um, Okay. But the point is, yes, I mean, the, the marriage falls apart for legitimate reasons.
1: Okay. Then she decides, gee, wouldn't it be swell to tell funny joke make em ups in front of a crowd of people who seem a little bit hostile about women being uppity about telling jokes? And then she gets a manager. Who's Lois from Family Guy, and <laughs> then they go on tour.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much it. Wait, really? <laughs> <laughs> Not doing a bad job. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah.
0: yeah, the her so her husband is like a half aspiring comic, oh. and he, she uh-huh. like punches up and like polishes a lot of his jokes, and then so when classic he George leaves and- or when she leaves him, really, she gets drunk and like does a set. And the and Lois sees her and is like, You actually have a talent, let me manage you. But like, yeah, that's basically the long and short of it, then it's her like trying to make her way. I mean, it's like you know, it's the classic like covers life and covers career, but like trying to make her way basically in like the comedy world. Who does Tony Shaloub play? It's
2: her, uh, dad, her, isn't dad. It? her dad. Her dad. Her dad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I like him. Flexing my one over here. He's hurt. You might have to be a point
0: three over there. Look at
1: you Uh, knowing things. I have
2: seen a lot of Amazon Fire commercials. Seriously. uh,
0: (laughs) So, uh, but he is actually who we're going to talk about.
1: Tony Shalhoub? Yeah. Mm. My favorite guy? Yeah. Do you guys ever watch Big Night... No. It's Tony Shalhoub and Stanley Tucci and their oh, brothers and the oh my god, it's so good. It's also that very sad. So charming, but it's very charming. They're yeah. two brothers and they I'm own an Italian restaurant it. and they have to make a very big fancy dinner to woo a guy who's gonna like help buy their restaurant because it's not doing so well. Cool and like oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's a little sad, but it's good. <laughs> All right. All right. I mean, if
0: there's any two that can, like, keep me entertained and pull on my heartstrings and then keep me entertained again. And they make
1: delicious-looking food. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay.
0: No, so uh, his name in the show is Abe Weissman. Um, he is Mrs. Mazel's father. Uh, okay. Maisel being her married name. What's her name. first name? Uh, Marvel. Brenda. <laughs> uh, Midge is Midge, what she goes by. That's yeah. right. Okay. Um. So <laughs> Abe what? is her father. <laughs> what a...
1: A, why would you name her after a what weird a little bug? Name. <laughs> <laughs> crunchy name, <laughs> crunchy name, like midge. Did I ever tell you guys? I don't that,
0: even know if it's like actually. I assume it's short. It's for like short for Margaret, something. Margaret, Margaret, maybe I think, I think it's or something. Yeah. But they, I again, that's why it took me a minute because I was like, I don't know if they've ever actually said
2: her name. Because isn't than
1: midge. a midge like a gnat type bug?
2: Um, I don't know. I don't I'm believe so. Sure. There's a lot All of. Right, bugs I'm getting in the confirmation world. from the booth. Mm, yes. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Also, um,
0: New York just phoned in
2: and it appears
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. yes. <No. laughs>
1: New York, yeah. Um, my real quick story about crunchy names. Um, my parents told my grandmother that they were naming me after her, and she went, oh, No, because her name was Mildred. <laughs> but they were really naming me after her middle name, which was Elizabeth. <laughs>
0: Yeah, though, but that's good looking out on the grandma side. Yeah, she's like, don't you would, dare! The world was, oh, what an honor! Yeah. Like, good looking out for knowing. It's like, like, listen, I've had to live with this name for this long. I'm not. I, I wouldn't it. wish it on my worst enemy.
2: <laughs> it's like all those depression era grandparents knew what's what. Like, <laughs> it was like, yeah, it was hard times, so we got hard names. Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: we need. That's to be why they raised. called me Bertha. It's, it's, I needed to carry a lot of emotional weight. It's
0: the Johnny Cash boy named Sue situation. Like this helped shape me. But I did not enjoy the process. I'm
1: not happy, but I am here.
0: I am who I am. Who I am. <laughs> um, so that's who we're actually going to talk about is Tony, Tony Shalhoub, Shalhoub, a la Abe for people who don't know who Tony Shalhoub is.
1: Which, old crime. Well, Look you, you probably
0: know their face, but not everybody knows names the way you do. Uh, and so in this third season, these are not going to be major spoilers. They're like an overarching season-long plot point, so no one, like this is not going to like... <gasps> Mm. Um, so him, Abe, and, uh, Midge Maisel's mom, Rose. Who plays her? Some lady. Oh, her <laughs> okay.
1: name.
0: Okay. I mean, she probably has a storied career. I'm just not as good at this as you guys are, but hold on. I haven't had to pick up, uh, I haven't looked this one up on IMDb yet, which I know I'm going to need at some point when you guys start talking about <laughs> something. I know, so I might as well just do it now. Get out of the way. I'm so I hope glad our, that you really. I, I, like I highly recommend with us. <laughs> all our listeners do this as well. It's just it's very helpful. Follow
1: along on IMDb.
0: Rose Weissman is Marin Hinkle.
1: Mm, I don't know who that is. Maybe I would know her face.
0: Uh, this oh wow, she's way prettier in real life than she. They make her out to be in the show.
1: Oh, I know her from. Oh, she's she's like a, That pretty. person. Huh. She's probably not old enough to she actually is play at her mom.
2: A red carpet event. In this photo, Dan. Yeah, but
0: still. I mean, they make her very, like, Jewish mother. Okay. So, like, her hair is always tightly done up, and it's just like, you don't, you know, she's kind of a cold person. Like, that's her character, uh, if you, you know. will. And, like, you know the classic, like, when you, you your attraction is based on the personality. <laughs> uh, she is not, I guess she was in Two and a Half Men.
1: Oh, that's very, oh, was she the mom? What was her name in Two and a Half Men?
0: Mm, Judith Harper.
1: yes. She is um, the mom of the half man. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that kid got like really weird after that he's like, like a
2: Scientologist isn't he's he? like
1: no he's like some crazy evangelist level something or other but I
2: he, didn't know a laser
0: Buddha a laser Buddha level 14 col- you don't need to color me shocked <laughs> I mean again yeah, he, he was a child actor that spent- doesn't bode well for the rest of your life oh
1: yeah he spent like the last three seasons tweeting constantly for people not to watch the show <laughs> he was like please <laughs> it violates my religion don't watch this show
0: weird flex
1: yeah yeah alright bro
0: <laughs> so anyway here's the deal uh, in this third season, her parents, Rose and Abe, uh, he leaves his job at Columbia. Uh huh. And so, therefore, and she. The university. The university of Columbia.
1: Oh, I was imagining the first Not the studio, sports But around. they're in New York. And- yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the the University of Columbia, which supposedly pays or subsidizes or something their Upper West Side apartment. Okay, which is not unheard of that uh, some professors and academics get housing. So, sure, reasonable. probably we'll a lot more common in the forties. Yeah, yeah, and also um,
1: probably more affordable than. We'll talk about it. Oh, okay.
0: But um, and then she has a trust fund. Rose. Rose, the mom, has a trust fund that she purposely like alienates herself from because it's like run by the boys of her family, and she wants more of a say, and they like. Won't snub her. her, so she, like, takes a moral stand and like, well, I don't want your blood money, basically. <sighs>
1: Fine, but then you don't have money and also the boys still have money.
2: Right. It's it's, it's not, it's a <laughs> yeah. hard situation. They have all the out. money, you have all the morals. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> Great. <laughs> it's quite literally a moral victory. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Um.
0: So they are forced to move out of this apartment because he quit his job. And she, she don't want that money. Yeah, she doesn't want the money that's been subsidizing their living. Uh, and so they have to move in with the ex in laws. Um, like
1: awkward. The Her business. husbands?
0: Yeah, they're like family. Somewhat seemingly family friends, but like they drive each other crazy. It's like, you know, the oh. Felix and Oscar, yeah. you get the idea. The point is, though, that should never have happened, but I think it was caused by the Great Depression.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: So that's my, that's my thesis that I'm going to be laying out.
1: Welcome to my PowerPoint presentation. Yes.
0: <laughs> Step one. Um, okay, so uh, they live in this uh, Upper West Side apartment, which is actually a real apartment building. Oh. Um, it's at 404 Riverside Drive in Manhattan, if anybody
2: cares. It's called the Strathmore.
1: That feels Strathmore. like it's very swanky now. Would it have been then?
2: So I think it would have been then. It would not have been for a period of time. And now it is again. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's probably what actually happened. But so
0: originally it was a five bedroom unit. Wow. Um, They have been split up since and sold in like pieces. Sure. Um, But the last two that sold, if you combine their value, like to basically piecemeal together a unit. Yeah. um, Which isn't a perfect comparable different property taxes. You get the idea. Sold for about nine million. Wow. So the two units. The two units. Combined okay. sold for about nine million. So figure it today, roughly ballpark that, that apartment nine would be nine, nine million.
1: Okay. Dang. I mean No, that's a lot of money. I was like, well that's reasonable. It's five bedrooms. But no, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money. <laughs> it's too much money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's almost two million dollars a bedroom.
1: No. No. Bye.
2: it all depends on whose bedrooms it is now, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: gross <laughs> um so a, a at the time that this series was taking place this building had not gone co-op yet okay so it was a rental okay so in 1960 basically 1959 it was renting at 700 dollars a month which in today's adjusted money,
2: no, not seven hundred at that. Time. Oh wow! Okay. So today's oh, money five bedroom. Okay, fifty eight hundred dollars a month,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and this just had a visceral like, reaction. Punch me in
1: the uterus, like damn. <laughs>
0: um. So this is this gets a little confusing, but when it went co op in 67, they are those apartments sold for about thirty thousand dollars, um, which is two hundred and thirty one. Uh, so $30,000 then, which today would be $231,000, which means it would have been $5 million today. Does that make sense?
1: Wait, no, I lost you. Sorry. So,
0: so it's sold for the equivalent at that time of $231 million and today is money. Oh. So basically somebody would have... It's like the idea of I bought this house today. Uh-huh for 231 million.
1: million 231,000.
0: No. Okay. And then 30 years from now sold it for 5 million. Oh, Do you okay. get what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. like it would have been the equivalent of like a $230,000 home selling for 5 in, million. but dollars. in today's money it sold for $30,000. But like let's say people's salaries would have been 10. So it's the equivalent yeah. of somebody today buying a $230,000 place making like 80 or 90 or whatever. You get the idea. Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah. Sure. And then add in 40-ish years of inflation, and it would now be worth $5 million. This is a long way of saying, basically, <laughs> housing inflation has gone up faster than money inflation. Oh, oh. I, Does that okay, make I'm, sense? Yeah. I'm following you. It sold for $9 million, but in theory, if every dollar for everything went up the same amount every amount every year, it would only be worth $5 million today.
2: Oh, okay. okay. So
0: just houses. you know, salaries have gone up maybe you know, a percent a year and fruits going up 2% a year and housing has done some greater amount, four, three, five. I don't so, know. I'm not going to do the <sighs> math right this second, but you get the idea. Yeah. Okay. Bonkers.
2: No, so I'm, I'm yes. all caught. Yeah, I'm okay. all caught up. Now, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got gotcha.
0: I That I, it's even I, like when I say it out loud,
2: I have to be like, so that means that, this, that, that <laughs> ultimately the $30,000 turns into the 5 million. Right. Um, we got thrown off by, like, yeah. coming uh, to the future the, the, and going yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah, but ultimately, $30,000 turns into, effectively,
0: $5 million. yeah. Um, okay.
2: But, or, but it actually housing inflation was higher.
0: $9 million yeah. because, and again, it's very place-to-place specific, but because it's been rising way faster than, you know, yeah. inflation. So you get the idea. So uh, the average Columbia professor in uh, 1959 made around, uh, oh, actually, sorry, no, I did this the other way. So what I did is I looked at the average Columbia professor now. Oh. Uh, They make somewhere between, and this is, to be clear, tenure track and everything, I realize there's a lot of adjuncts and, like, the world is shitty, but (laughs) the type Uh. of professor that seemingly Abe Abe, was, which is, you know, high-level, got housing, blah, 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 makes somewhere between 185 and 215. Wow. Um.
1: That's nice. Okay. Too bad that's not like a everybody thing. I guess. Yeah. No, <laughs> I also
2: don't expect that to be like.
1: I mean, I can't imagine it goes as far in New York. I was
2: gonna say like, <laughs> that's a New York number. I imagine. Oh, I yeah. heard
1: something the other day that like the like the standard income like a you're doing okay level of income in L. A. is like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, and I was like, oh my god, what?
2: I'd be interested to see who put that out. Yeah, about to say, but, and I well, it was you, like a
1: producer was talking about. He's like, "I just make enough to like get by, and that's how much I make a year." And I was like, "That's absurd." Yeah, but
0: see, no one is gonna say that they make more than they need to get by. That's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you never. I won't say never. It is rare that you hear a person go like, "I got more money I than I know what too to do much with." Money. Like, I couldn't even think of how to spend all this. It's there are those Warren people, <laughs> and good for them for being self-aware or for being so rich that they can be. But like. You Know it's the classic you make 120 and you're like, mm, at 140 I'd be set. You make yeah. 20 and you go, mm, at 40 I'd be set, right? Like, it, no one's going like, well, at least I don't make what you know what I mean. Like,
2: that's just not how the world works. Also, that probably Ivy League educated like television writer, yeah. um, like is of course Swimming the American everyman, yes, like, yeah. <laughs> but also, you true. Know. well, well that's like, fair.
0: like all of his friends and colleagues who also went to Ivy Leagues, it's like, well. We're all you comparing know, I'm, amongst ourselves. Thankfully, I'm yeah. better off than Sarah, who's only making 200. But, you know, I really wish I could be, you know. <laughs> but Eric's a doctor, and, like, yeah, he's, he's, he's cleaning so, Yeah, he's like, making Yeah, it's ridiculous, right? Because I, I bet you, uh, by whatever math this, and maybe this person didn't use math, but I bet you if you <laughs> used like, what it is in Chicago, I bet you it's way more than Probably even us, but certainly more than a lot of people we know survive comfortably on in Chicago, right? Exactly. But like it's just a matter of...
1: And I bet a lot of that has to do with like the sort of social circles you have to run in if you're trying to be a producer too. Like the cost um, of doing your job.
0: That's the thing of a... Well, yeah, especially for a producer because you actually do have to go meet people. But like that's the whole crux of... Have you ever read the book The Millionaire Next Door? Uh, You have. Yeah, the whole crux of it is basically like people who look rich are rarely rich Mm -hmm. um, because if they look rich, it means they're spending a lot of money on things that make them look rich instead of saving it and investing it. And so like it talks about how like doctors are often – doctors are not a particularly common profession to be millionaires. Like they are often millionaires but like not that much more common than the (laughs) average person because they tend to – their doctor. They tend to need to live in the nice neighborhood. Need to drive the nice car. Send their kids to the fancy schools. Whatever it is, their
1: lifestyle inflates. Yeah, and then
0: they make three fifty, and their spending needs are three ten, and you're three thirty, and they save no more than the plumber who makes sixty or say, eighty, but spends forty or sixty. Right, like,
2: like per capita tradespeople are like much higher on that list than to the become stereotype would. Imply, yeah, it depends, but especially highly skilled, so like electricians
0: and like plumbers and things that are in high demand can easily make 100, 110, but mm-hmm. have no problem living at and 60 then, very comfortably and like being in a neighborhood they like with people they like, like drive, driving, driving drunkers, trucks, and right? Stuff. Yeah, so hmm. yeah, sending so their kids to public school, yada yada. So, like, yeah,
2: yeah,
0: so anyway, penny pinching, you know.
2: Right. but that's what I'm saying for this LA <laughs> so guy making, it may be that
0: same yeah. where like well I can barely get by Like, but because but of the lifestyle that you have two bedrooms yeah. in case both of the in-laws visit at the same time and it's like do you though?
1: yeah like- you're paying off all your Harvard loans <laughs>
2: Yeah. We're buying our second house in Aruba, and clearly we need three bedrooms for all of our family you are going to be visiting constantly. Right. No, you don't.
1: <laughs> Damon's up. been watching a lot of House Hunters International, <laughs> which Boy. he calls, You Don't Deserve a Beach House. <laughs> that,
0: that is a way to really get your blood pressure up. Like, not from a fear, but from a just ra- blind rage, blind rage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he
1: How? collects yarn as a hobby. She looks at dogs on the internet. Their, Their budget, budget
2: is $4 million. St- yeah, $4.37 <laughs> That's also like the gall you have to talk about being comfortable in this place that people live <laughs> on purpose. On purpose. <laughs> anyway.
1: Good
2: night. Good night.
0: Good night. Good night, um. Booth. <laughs> now that's in there forever, but here we go. Um, so anyway, uh, a 185 to 210, 215 is somewhere between in if you scale it back the other way. So back to the to, back to the, the late 60s. 50s is somewhere between twenty one dollars to $24,000 a year. Okay. So, if rent was $700 a month, that's $8,400 a year. So he is spending, presumably, or would be spending, somewhere between 35 to 40% of his gross income on rent.
1: Which is maybe which a is little more than you'd of, like.
0: But for... St- Urban living is kind of where a lot of people sit. Right. So the rule of thumb is not to let your housing cost get over 30% of your gross income. It's kind of goes both ways. And that's housing, not just rent. That includes typically your utilities and your, you know, whatever, whatever. But that is a rule of thumb. So I I don't necessarily jive with it because one it's kind of an old rule um, mm-hmm. it's been in existence for a long time and things have changed one of the big things being urbanization so like with urban settings that's often not possible to do yeah um, it often doesn't include debt so that's one reason I think can also be often be higher it doesn't include student loan debt though so for many people it needs to be lower because you know people weren't used to having four hundred dollars of student loans. Uh, and it doesn't include rent inflation. So you also got to be careful about like, yeah, you can probably do 40, but how many years can you do 40? Will your rent go up faster than your income? So like, I think it really has to be a case by case thing. I really yeah. don't think people
2: should be sticking by the rule, but it is. And it's also an average, like, yeah, you know, and depending on the population you're pulling from, like that's going to get thrown off in either direction. You right. Know? And mm-hmm. it
0: also depends on your situation, right? Like it's pretty easy to not, to keep it under 30. Oftentimes if you're, living with several, a person or two people. It comes a lot harder when you're doing it as an individual. So it also depends on, you know, this is what I tell people, who you are, right? You, It's fine to spend 40% of your income on rent if you know that you're not a go out to the bars every night and you're a I like my own space and that's where I want to spend my time and energy, fine. If you're going to you know be gone four nights out of the week, uh, like partying, then A, you can't spend that much, but then get roommates because why do you care? Because you're gone four nights out of the week, right? Like so, you know, it's just priorities thing but anyway long story short is they if he had had to pay pay for this place which in theory they don't um, because again there's no seemingly option that they can stay when he quits it's like the the university is is saying we're being the apartment and you're not right Mm -hmm. yeah so in theory he uh, would have been stretched paying somewhere between 35 and 40 percent of his income for this place right so (laughs) here's where we get in uh they should be so rich they do not need to move in with these other in-laws
1: how rich are they
0: they aren't i mean presumably because they They have to move in (laughs) they should be because so midge is 26 and she says she's lived there basically her whole life so let's assume 26 but somewhere between 20 to 26 years probably they've lived in this house
1: man the 50s
0: Right, <laughs> um, and you get the impression that maybe they were a little older when they had her. Sure, uh, you know, academic and da da da. But you never know. But yeah. anyway, so that's twenty to twenty six years of having no rent payment.
1: Yeah, what were you doing <laughs> with you your, your imagine, money? Oh my what
0: God. you would do with your a rent? year of not having to pay rent or, yeah. or mortgage? Real now, quick,
1: how much would that be for us? I'm just going to. do Eighty-four hundred
0: dollars.
1: Thank you. You know it off the top of your head.
0: There you go. I know how much you're spending in rent then. <laughs> yes, you do. Same as them in the '60s.
1: No, you did your math wrong then.
0: So you're at seven hundred bucks. No, no, we're at nine
1: hundred dollars a month. So that's actually, uh, well, it's nine times twelve.
0: <laughs> well, nine times ten is nine thousand. So, so then another the eighteen. Oh, it is
2: like so ten thousand eight hundred. Yeah. No, that's $1. right. What do we pay eighty four hundred dollars for? I was, I redesigned our budget this week. Ah, so. so there's a number <laughs> there's, somewhere that's $8,400. $8, I was gonna say, are
1: we gonna maybe proofread that real quick though? <laughs>
2: <laughs> just <laughs> maybe in case. just check things
0: out. Just one time um, through.
1: I bet you did a great job. I just wanted to be sure.
0: <laughs> but you get the idea. Mm-hmm. It don't matter what it is, and it don't matter what percent of your income it is.
1: But an extra ten thousand dollars in our budget life would make a Big difference. Yeah.
0: Now imagine multiplying that by times twenty years minimum. Fuck. Minimum. And fuck. this is and and to be clear, you guys have done a good job controlling your costs because you're paying nine hundred dollars in two thousand twenty with whatever your income is. He's paying seven hundred dollars when his income is twenty one to twenty four thousand dollars, right? Because again, we deflated his salary to that time period. So. I don't know what you're making, but between the two of you, I'd be very surprised if it's $24,000. Um, maybe, well, I, I'm not going to get into all like our personal Do they live like a finances.
1: very lavish life? They do. Okay.
0: It's implied that her, it's implied that not only does his salary not cover their life, but like that's why she's been tapping into the, I mean, the tr- not that the trust fund is running out, but that she's been getting money from the trust fund to, to subsidize their lives. Okay, And like, it's implied kind of that he doesn't realize it at some point oh. like where she he's like you know she's like how much do you think we're paying the maid and he goes 30 bucks and she goes yeah you give her 30 bucks then I give her her other 30 like oh you don't really know he's what's he's just going bad
1: on. at money yeah
0: he's just it, you get he's supposed to be played as like this classic academic who's kind of disconnected from the real world sure. and like all about his math and his projects and his whatever but so 20 years um so it's now in 19 in the late 50s so starting in 1936 20 years 700 bucks um i actually looked up yeah i actually looked up so for that 20 years from 1936 to whatever that would be
1: 1956 um we're good okay thanks damon just quick checked our budget (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> All right, they're going to live. Yeah, so if you start in 1936, so again, she's lived there 20 years, so let's back it 20 to 26 years. I did it for both. Let's back it up 20 years. From 56, that make, takes it to 36. I actually, yeah. So uh, over that time, the S&P 500 earned an annualized, so per year, 8.48%. So again, some years were up, some years were down, but annualized it earned that amount. amount. So if you sp- earned that amount every year and you put away $700 a month, uh, you would wind up with $437,000. In when now? In, in 1960.
1: 1960. Oh! Which in today's
0: money is the equivalent of almost $4 million.
1: Holy crud! What did you do? If you had
0: done it for 26 years, that starts in 1930... So it does bring you into the Great Depression, so it actually brings down your annualized return over that time period mm-hmm. to about 7%. Uh-huh. You still wind up, because you had more time, with $624,000, which is $5.5 million in today's money. Oh, my now, God. Again, not many people are emotionally good enough to say when you don't have a rent to immediately save every dollar of that. Well, sure. But they should have been saving enough that they should have no reason that they need to move into a house with these in-laws they hate because they had no rent payment for 20 to 25 years. However. (laughs) But wait. This would have started in 1936. So Just back to my argument.
1: World War II.
0: I think they got so scared of the markets from the Great Depression that they never were willing to put money in anything. They into never the invested in anything. They did the classic um, stuff it in the mattress. Great Depression era survivors and stuffed it in a mattress. Except
1: it sounds like they stuffed it into dresses and Well, suits.
0: Yeah, stuffed <laughs> it into living a very lavish lifestyle. I think they stuffed, stuffed, it, stuffed it, into it into foie gras. <laughs> like, again, a duck's liver. You get the idea, though, of like that that's still another way of being like well there's no point in saving it and putting in like you could argue yes stuffing in the mattress was a bad instinct because the markets did what they did and do what they do but you could argue that the other side of that coin is well i'm just going to spend it all today because there's no way to save it without losing it all like yeah. it's still a potential reaction
2: to, to the that. great
0: depression and the fact that like yeah. things you got scared right at the uh, like a foundational formational time in your money life.
1: Well, I know that's something um, they they talk about uh, in, like, uh, m- money and mental health. Like, that um, when you grow up in poverty or if you grow up with, like, money being scarce or, like, a scarcity mindset, that you wind up spending whatever you get right away because you're not sure it'll stick around if you try to save it.
2: That so I can totally happen.
1: imagine, like... Yeah. I mean, it feels weird for the, these people to live such a lavish lifestyle yeah, to mean, do that. it but might like, be a little bit... Um, <clears throat> just, like, blissful ignorance. Flattering to yeah. say
0: that, like, they're doing this because of some, like, scare from the Depression. But again, but that's stuff might be part of it. deep, too. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: And also, it could be, like, you know, if you just... We've talked about that before on this podcast, I'm sure, about, like, rich people who think that they are more wealthy than they are spending blithely. Yeah. So... Like, they they think that they're totally fine and they're spending more than they actually have. And if she's the only one paying attention to the money and she's got a scarcity mindset.
0: Well, I think it is. Yeah, I think it's also more if she has a, basically it's a implied kind of an unlimited trust fund. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she just is kind of like not. Money
1: means nothing. <laughs> yeah. So
0: like, and she, it seems like she likes to spend it on Midge and like not in a bad way, but just like a. Why bother roping Abe into how much... Like, why even bother telling him how much we're spending? Because it's never going to matter because we have basically an unlimited ATM. So, like...
1: We'll just keep doing it.
0: Yeah, and it's the classic, like, and let him think his salary's covering all of it so he feels like a man in the 60s, -hmm. right? Because men have trouble with that now, but especially would have in the time. And it's only when kind of rubber hits the road and he quits so they can't use the apartment... And they can't get something comparable because she has decided that she's not going to take from her trust fund anymore, right? But again, if they had been saving this money, remember, so I got you to 1956 where they would have had somewhere between four to six hundred thousand. Remember that in '67, this apartment sold for thirty thousand dollars.
1: So they could have just bought it.
2: <laughs> they could have bought it for bought about it. <laughs> more than ten times over. They could have bought it for like. 0.07 like 07 percent of their wealth. Uh,
0: no, that would be a little shy. Uh, because
2: they had f- four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and
0: thirty thousand dollars times ten is three hundred thousand. So that's ten percent.
2: Yeah, but point, So
0: You're talking seven percent, not point seven.
2: No, you're right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Well, it's
1: point seven when you write it out.
2: It's point oh seven yeah. written.
1: Seven <laughs> percent.
2: The Excel spreadsheet in my mind put out uh, put yeah. a. Yeah, there Yeah. <laughs> Send me your budget. Yeah, just, I'm we're to we're just, just take, a, take it a, a quick look. Perusal. I'm sure
1: he did a great job. <laughs> just so like, you just want to check them out. <laughs> uh,
2: it's great. It's a graphical system. I see that the the cells all light up and I point <laughs> when at the right equations. Yeah. So yeah, but you get the idea. I mean, again, seven or
0: excuse me, seven or point oh seven doesn't change the fact that like
1: that's enough.
0: Yeah, they c- and again, <sighs> this was a sw- now. I do think there was a little bit of when it sold in the 70s. It probably, like, wasn't the... I don't know the New York real estate market, but I bet you it wasn't the caliber at the time or the neighborhood maybe wasn't that it was when they were living there in the 50s. Yeah, and
1: then now again today.
0: Yeah, and then it's back up. But but either way, let's say that's a shit place and they want to spend $100,000 in that time period. Again, they could take a quarter of their rent or a quarter of their money that they've saved, minimum, buy it straight out so they never have a mortgage payment again, and go live somewhere swanky for the rest of their lives. But instead, they had no rent for 20 to 25 years and didn't save seemingly a red cent.
1: Hey, so if you or I ever wind up getting some like crazy job where they pay for our housing, we're going to just like, save how much that would cost? Mm-hmm. And we'll just sock that away.
0: Well, Megan has a, a colleague. Not, I mean, we like them, but they're not friends. But... Um, who like applied for like a three year like they're being based. They basically they like live in a dorm to be like the emergency person who lives in the dorm. Sure. So they yeah. have three years of not paying rent, and I was like,
1: That's pretty chill.
0: There are some probably some real negatives to oh, that. Oh, I right. bet.
1: Oh, I bet.
0: But I bet you when you look at but it and realize three you're years from now, <laughs> thousand thousands of dollars, whatever a month. Bet you that don't feel bad.
1: No, that don't feel bad. So.
0: There it is. Shoot. Especially because they're, like, uh, in their early 40s, no kids. I don't think they want them or are not planning on having them. So, Mm -hmm. like, well, it sounds like they have a couple hundred of them. Well, they got got more than they want. But, like, travel city, man.
1: That's what Damon and I always talk about, though. We're like, you know, we're going to try and have kids, and if it doesn't work out, we'll just be very wealthy. (laughs) And that'll Mm -hmm. be fine.
0: (laughs) recently went from the dink lifestyle to not? (laughs) I love my daughter unconditionally. I would not trade it. I do, however, miss it. Yeah. There is a difference between being willing to trade back for it and. Oh, yeah. And missing like, it. If I could do both things. Right. That would be.
1: <laughs> yeah. To I be very clear. Yeah. Like but we really want yeah, kids. I miss
2: being 20. I don't want to go back. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> we really want kids and I'm sure that we we'll would be very happy when we do get kids. But if it doesn't work out somehow. that Okay. We'll just be very generous aunts and uncles. Yeah,
0: let's hope you don't have kids then. Hey, <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, you spoil my kid. That's fine. No, I, I don't see mean that. How You'll this be lovely is. <laughs> I wish Damon feed a baby today. He did good. Yeah, he he's did got a, he's got a knack for it. Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: that. I mean, to to be fair, you only had to get it in her mouth like well, ten like percent of the time to like do better than she would do. I am mostly own. sad
0: still, honestly, <laughs> uh, to do better than both of her parents generally do too. <laughs> You saw us trying to puzzle out where that sweet potato came from on her <laughs> outfit. like,
1: where did this come H- from? <laughs> How?
0: Where? See, the at one point I gave it to her and I was like, I think she's done. And then I watched her put it right on her ear and went, well,
1: <laughs> she wants to eat that's the, the ocean. thing I
0: got to clean now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> See, the trick is you just have to feed her foods that match the carpet. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Yeah. oatmeal. So, and uh, cauliflower. And-
0: Call it hard. The one you're
2: standing oh, on.
0: You Anything do. and everything. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So this is the one you have to feed her on. <laughs> yeah, that
0: one's white. This one's multicolored. Yeah, so yeah, I can do whatever things. I want. <laughs> this is a
1: much healthier diet over here. <laughs> Lots
0: of greens. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of milk-based foods on that one over there. Okay, great. <laughs> That's our dairy rug. Right. This is our this uh, is this vegetable, is our vegetable and, and meat rug. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you got, everybody has to have a rug for every food group in their house.
0: Yeah, it's the food I don't think it's a pyramid anymore, but you get it. Like yeah. uh, isn't
1: it just a plate now? I think you're right. Or it was when Michelle Obama was first lady, but with Melania, it could just be like a diamond. Who knows? Uh,
0: now it's a I think it's just the board bowl. <laughs> it's an from online bully R-
1: who says be who best. Says,
0: <laughs> who says eat your vegetable, you dumb dumb.
1: Eat your vegetables, you dink. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, All right. Boy. Do you have more things to say about Donnie Jaloub?
0: He was Did in I 13 Ghosts. Him? Yeah, he was. I enjoy him immensely.
1: Me too. He was in Wings. hmm I like that show.
0: I never watched that show.
1: I mean, we weren't really old enough to watch that show, but it was on TV land when I was a kid, so.
0: I mean, yeah, we weren't watch- old enough to watch that show, but I know MASH very well because yeah, that's of fair. watching yeah. it with my dad and, like, shows like that. So, like, there are Ooh. definitely some I, some I know. I just, that one I never. We
1: watched an episode of MASH with Damon's folks when we were down there last that, like, had a very young, brown-haired James Cromwell in it, and it mm-hmm. was weird. He still looked very old. He's the farmer from Babe.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I know who he is. I'm just trying to pick. I'm.
1: He's one of those guys that like like Betty White. You're like you've been old forever, and then you see a young picture, and you're like you're still kind
2: of old. Oh yeah, I remember this yeah.
0: episode. Yeah, he's a classic that guy for me. I right? mean, he is a more than a, that guy in that he nowadays. Like,
1: yeah, uh,
0: he was. He's always gonna be the president in. Um, what was that uh, Jack Ryan movie they made? the old one some of all fears yes because that like I randomly saw that when I was a kid and that's like where he stuck I, is that I've the seen one with him... Ben
1: Affleck yeah, yeah. See I've one? seen
0: him in better movies and him do a better job in better movies but like because but that's it's the first thing I saw him in that's what he is to me
2: um I saw him in an episode of uh next generation recently oh and mm-hmm. I he play weird felt alien? like no he just played like a person or he might have been an alien he was a very humanoid alien Oh, uh, yeah um but um yeah, I, I call shenanigans because right. he's also the scientist from the one next gen movie.
1: Mm-hmm. They don't mind so. that though. Yeah, I'm sure there's yeah. like tons of people who do that, like a, sure. like the Law and Order. Like you could play a murderer one week and you could play a victim another week. Well, there was like
2: a recurring character who on Law and Order who like I was watching like something from season one and she played like the bad guy in uh, an episode and, and I was like, you had like, a long career on this show, like, <laughs> four years in the future.
0: <laughs> Get ready, This kid. is odd. Yeah, fun fact, he's been in Star Trek five times. James Cromwell? Mm-hmm. Look at him.
1: Various Star movie, Trek. Movie
0: um, in DS9 once, in TNG three times, but two of them he was in, like, bunch of loaf so he just looked like a, a, an alien so you yeah. wouldn't like know who he was but then yeah he was in The Hunted which is the one you saw him in
2: okay huh
1: cool James Cromwell Major Trekkie who would have thought I remember hmm. him from Six Feet Under mostly that's fair he's uh, you have not gotten that far
2: okay um <laughs> yeah we're riffing now so we should okay
1: bye <laughs> yeah. that's all I got <laughs> Thanks for listening to Make Believe Money. I've been Liz.
2: I've been Damon. I've been Dan.
1: As always, thanks to Charles e. Miller, our composer, for her music. Please check her out at charlesemiller.com. Email us your thoughts, feelings, in the first time that you saw James Cromwell. And Podcast at gmail.com. Your coming of age moment
2: when you first
0: saw James Cromwell. <laughs> That's
1: when I knew I was a woman. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts. You're a podcatcher of choice. Uh, and if you mentioned James Cromwell, we'll know you were listening to this very episode and you'll get a big smooch. Okay. Bye! I
2: like to promise smooches.